Heads up, guys. I just want to let you know we had some uh, major technical difficulties with this episode. I've saved and salvaged what was possible. And I know we're all upset right now. We're looking for someone to blame. I suggest you turn that blame towards Tyler Perry. Max Baucus are the state of Connecticut. We are being vigilant, and we will not allow this sort of sabotage to happen again. Hello, and welcome. Boiling Tempest, Ramsey, on the high seas. I'm Alex. With me is Brad. And we also have a special guest in the Ramjack Studios, Ben. Hello. You'll remember Ben, because he called into last week's show with a question. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. Another episode of Ramjack. Wow. world's changing. The world is changing indeed. Guys, I have come across an app on the iPhone I think you should know about. And because of the way Ramjack, the podcast that we are, we always watch movies and then say a little something about it. Mm-hmm. This, this app something that I think our audience is going to love. It's called Run P. This has special significance because apparently a Bengals football player helped make this app. We're located across the river from Cincinnati, five blocks from it. And what are Bengals? Bengals are a football team. Oh. I, I don't dabble in sports that much. All right, all right, all right. No listen listen to the premise of this, and you tell... I want your first reactions, okay? This app, basically what happens is it has a database of popular films in the cinema right now. You go in, you cue your movie up, and right when it starts, you hit like a button on the screen, and a timer starts. And your phone will alert you to slow points in the movie where you can pretty much go get something to eat and or use the restroom, and you won't miss much of anything. It'll vibrate in your pocket. It'll also give you a cue word, like when someone act, like when an actor says something on screen. That's the cue for you to get up and go, do whatever you need to do, and come back. Awesome. It also gives you a quick synopsis of what you're missing, and it gives you like time windows. Like, this actor says this, you have four minutes to go do whatever you need to do and get back. You're not going to miss much. I think people should um, possibly just go to the restroom before the film. Maybe. Or after. Maybe. Maybe. Throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. I have a small bladder. I'm just okay. I'm throwing that out there, and I go to the bathroom a lot. I mean, I went to the bathroom right before they do this and I'm probably going to need to go here in just a few again tiny bladder <laughs> bladder of an infant minuscule <laughs> of a small mouse so I would like this app I, I don't know if they make I don't have a I don't have an iPod or an iPhone I do have an iPod but I don't have an iPhone it's coming soon soon to the pre awesome if it has pre. a pre then that's I'm down dude I would not pay for this but it would be very cool to have I, I think this is weird do you? The link these people went, if you ever saw the program, my bosses at work showed me this. It is in-depth. Like, it really does give you a complete synopsis of everything that happens while you're gone. Which means there's someone that's gone to these movies and taken notes yeah. and transcribed. I don't know. Is he, make, is he making his money back? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Everyone downloaded this. I don't know how much it costs. Let me let me see really quick. See if bring up dollars <laughs> Well, it can't cost much. iTunes apps pretty much have right. a cap of either... Like, yeah. I just think it's weird and kind of lazy in a way. I mean, these people, this epitomizes the whole culture of, I'm just going to go and get entertainment on my own time. You don't really... But have you ever, like, had to use the restroom so bad that your legs went numb? (laughs) And you're trying to judge, should I go now why this this intimate scene is happening, or am I going to miss something, or should I go when all the explosions, when I know I'm really not going to miss much. 
But I like watching explosions, and I don't like watching intimate scenes. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. You know, when we went to go see Star Trek, I probably peed a lot. Got, yeah, I went to the restroom like two or three times. And I love Star Trek. I love it, but I had to pee. So the last time we went to the movies, I don't remember what movie I saw last. It was that forgettable? I this happened to me. I was like, you know, maybe maybe I should wait. I don't know how much longer this has. I thought it's weird for two bucks. Oh, I totally pay two dollars. I totally pay two dollars. Let me let me just show you what let me just tell you what the screen cap says of the movies that you'll probably want to go see with this app. Seventeen again. Mm. Angels and demons. Mm. Away wait, we wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. There's portions of, of uh, seventeen again. That you can't miss. <laughs> Running time an hour and forty two minutes. I don't know how many. It'll tell you if you. One hundred and thirteen of which. <laughs> It'll tell you like how many cues there are in it. Like one movie, Angels and Demons has two places in the movie where you're not going to miss much. One's at the 35-minute mark. Two minutes you have to do whatever you need to do. Q, Robert has located the first church on the path. When that happens, go. Just go. Um, there's another one at 17-minute mark that's three minutes in direction. So some of these movies... Like but how long minutes. is that movie? Because you only have the first 35 minutes to use the restroom, apparently. It doesn't say how long it is. And if it's a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie, then you're screwed for the other two hours. But, I mean, you know, they're just giving you a heads up. I the guess. plot summary is really funny because <laughs> at the 35-minute mark in Angels and Demons, it's a sentence of what happens. Just a quick little sentence. They located the first mark on the path of the race. They're near the location. So in that three minutes, you miss that. This is hilarious. I, this is nuts. What other movies are there? Uh, there's, uh, every movie that comes out, this, these are the is Inglorious Bastards on there. Yeah, I know that's on there because my boss is showing me that. Is, is uh, Miley Cyrus in 3D on there? Don't want to miss or Miley if I have to. Let's see. <laughs> I would love to see what it says for that movie. <laughs> Hannah Montana, the movie. <laughs> the cue. She's not sounding like Gary Busey. If that ever happens, then it's time to go. I imagine the cue for that would be like. Five minutes in, you can leave for another hour to 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. We should make an app like that. We'll make tons of money. That's out there. Just be an alert. Wow. Um, guys, I just want to throw something out there. I think you should be aware. All right. Um, Being alert. Yeah. If you're in Manchester, um, over in England, mm-hmm. the UK, some might call it, All right. um, there's a gorilla and a clown on the run. They're holding up pubs. Wait, a gorilla and a clown? A gorilla and a clown. People in gorilla and clown suits? Yes. Okay. Well, all clowns are suits, right? I mean, are there... When I said that, I realized (laughs) how weird that was. There are a few natural-born clowns. Um... (laughs) I pictured someone in a suit that's a clown. Not like putting the makeup on their face, but like kind of like the furries. There's just a a clown suit. Like like in in, uh, the newest Batman. Yeah. Like how they had the clown mask. Question. What if there was a guy in a clown mask costume? Um, when you took the mask off, and there was a guy. Oh, oh man! <laughs> As a clown, scared to death. I would just that yeah, that would scare the shit out of me. Even better. What if it was like like all deteriorated, like the Joker and uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight? That's not better. Um, he's that's wearing worse. Like a happy clown costume, but then you take it off, and it's creepy. It's clown. sad clown. Well, no. Um. Yeah. So uh, well, sad clowns are downer. That's why he has to wear the mask, man. Yeah, these, these guys, uh, yeah, they, like, uh, they uh, got the landlord. They tied him up, um, tied his feet to a sink, robbed, robbed the pub. That's an interesting detail that they decided to throw in. Yeah. Tied his feet to a sink, robbed the pub, and left. 
First suspect was described as a five foot ten, wearing a gorilla mask and a black paper suit. What is a paper suit? A black paper suit? <laughs> That's what right. if it a rains? Black paper suit. Um, the second was described as a six foot and wearing a clown mask that had red hair attached and a white paper so suit. So it was a clown mask and suit. Yeah. Another Both paper suit. With Irish accents. So they're Irish uh, too. Clowns, gorillas, and they're Irish. So be on the watch. Yeah. I just want. I want. I want to make the public aware because I feel that's part of our. I'm a little more concerned that there are Irish clowns. Period. Because oh. <laughs> I didn't know they existed. It, I could yeah, see an English clown. Because the the Irish, they're they're a pretty brawny type of people. I don't really see them cutting it up. I think it's much. ironic. Yes. It's ironic because they, they they are a depressed people, uh, oppressed and depressed. So I think a clown is an ironic statement. It's a political statement. Yeah. Do you think hmm. they're still actually wearing the, the outfits? In my mind, they're like, all right, we're going to rob this pub. Let's find a disguise. Let's find a disguise. Here's some Halloween masks we had left over from the holidays. Some paper suits. And let's make, let's get some paper bags and just paint them really quick. Right. Here, here's some paint. You can paint yours. I'll paint mine. I want to make a clown suit. <laughs> I'm very accepting of an Irish gorilla. Oh, no, no, no. Hands down. Of course there's Irish gorillas. I find Irish gorillas the, the idea of it calming and relaxing. Yeah. Gorillas, man. Those things are like freaking beasts. Well, they are gorillas. Well, I mean, whenever you see pictures <laughs> of a gorilla, the definition next to like a, of a beast. Yeah, next to a person, yes. they are like. It looks like the, a gorilla could just go nuts at any moment and like yeah. totally kill, like rip apart. Ever since I saw Congo, I've been a little freaked out. That one just like fucking snaps a dude's skull. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh. that's Congo. But I mean, what is it, Coco? Who's the who's the thing? The thing. Fa- yeah, Coco's the finger painting or sign language Dude, or something. You saw if you see video of that, there's the people around this gorilla. Gorillas are huge in scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Giant. They can destroy a person in a second. That, that's 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 good to know. Yeah, that is be on good lookout. to know. I am Irish on the ground. guys. I don't know if you know this or not, but the Smurfs are making a movie in 2010. Live action. They, I don't know. Oh, okay. I saw a movie poster for Smurfs, the movie 2010. Wow. Yeah. The movie poster looks like it's in CG, but it'll be okay because uh, that's after Avatar. So obviously, this is going to be like very realistic. Well, it might as well be live action. Is Miley Cyrus going to be playing Smurfette? I do not know. I only I only saw the movie poster. I only see movies with Miley in it. All right, <laughs> that's that's what I do. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that to your attention. They're remaking yes. everything from our childhood. I never, re- I wasn't really huge on Smurfs. I like the Snorks. Remember the Snorks? They were like underwater Snurfs. Snurfs. <laughs> Snurfs. <laughs> or Snurfs. They disturbed me because they had that weird. Yeah, head. they had a little yeah, straw snort out of their head. It's like, all right, creep me out. They didn't really breathe with it. It was just like an antenna. I don't know. That's how they filtered the oxygen out of the water. I mean, come oh, on. Okay. <laughs> Someone really watches the show. I, I was more of a Smurfs fan, and I was a little of that. Smurfs was right. weird. Right. Just thought I'd, I'd bring that to your attention. Well, I found a site called California Cryobank, which is a sperm bank. What? What? A sperm bank. Uh, this A sperm bank is a place where you can basically go through the possible donors and oh. choose you know, who you want to be the father of your child. A lot of sperm banks, it's anonymous. You never know who it is. Okay. You know, it's kind of like a grab bag. Well, this place, you can actually rifle through your donors' profiles 
And in fact, they're all celebrity lookalikes. <laughs> so you can have your baby look like a celebrity. And on the site, they have a humongous long list of different celebrities, all male, of course. For instance, Aaron Eckhart, Andy Roddick. But then they have like, whoa. Dom DeLuise. Bill Gates, Bill Cosby, Bob Saget. <laughs> can we see pictures of these people? Can you click? Well, you them? can go. We'll go to, how about Ben Savage? Ben Savage is from Boy Meets World. Uh, he's Fred Savage's little brother. He played Corey. I don't think they actually have pictures, but they do have a summary profile. So he's six foot tall. Exactly. 180 pounds. He's white, mixed between Czech, English, Welsh. He's Christian. He's a bachelor's in music. He's an A-plus body type. I don't know what CMVs is, but he's... And yes to pregnancies. He only cost uh, three hundred dollars, three hundred ninety dollars if you're over twenty five. What? Are there tears for sperm? Yeah, I thought it was all donated. What is this? And then four hundred ninety dollars. Well, that's celebrity lookalike guys. But it would your kid would look like Ben Savage. Yeah, or partially look like Ben Savage. Okay, these are lookalikes. First, first red flag. We don't see any photographs on this website. (laughs) Correct. It kind of follows a Facebook slash MySpace stat list. Oh, it's the Facebook of sperm. Facebook of sperm. How do you know you're not going in for, you know, Ben Savage, but you come out with John Lovitz? There's a team of, like, ten guys who are just like, all right, we're going to make this website. (laughs) (laughs) You look enough like Ben Savage. (laughs) That'll work. 400-something dollars? Yeah, 500 bucks, man. If you're over a certain age. That's what it looked like. Why Why is there age tearing for sperm donor? There I, is no John Lovitz. There is John Legazamos. Okay. I can understand it, John. I can understand that. What is the name of this again? Daniel? This is uh, California Cryobank. Cryobank.com. Yep. Johnny Knoxville? Really? I mean, of course you want your kid to look like John Cryer. the audience for this is? Who, who are the people? Like, you've got to be really obsessed. With Robin Williams. Oh, that's going to be a furry child. <laughs> One woman says, I want a child look just like <laughs> That is weird. That's a good find, though, Ben. Yeah. That's... You could also have Steve-O. You could mix Steve-O with Johnny. Because, look, I can, like, collect and it's add extra... Sure, worm. why not? Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, you could have, like, a little jackass. Meh. <laughs> oh, wait. I... I, this is nuts. I'm sorry. I'm oh, look, look, look. There's a baby photo on, oh, baby on photo. one of these. Oh, that's just that's a stock baby photo. No, wait, no. This is the actual... Mm-hmm. This is crazy. How, how much is this one? Who is this again? What this, I believe, is, is Johnny Knoxville. $450, man. 600 bucks For a premium. Over 25 Availability, please call. <laughs> this is wow. crazy. My God. That is just nuts. Good fun. That's, there you go. That is really... It's out there. I'm good to know that that's there. I mean, ben Savage. You know, the other thing, though, is like with fertility, there's a large chance of having, you know, multiple children. So what yeah. if you had, like, three Robin Williams, like, furry beast children? No, I'm not digging that. Chicks, please. Or if you, or if you did, again, if you, if you did the mixer... And you end up with the oh, no. twins. You end up with John Leguizamo and Rob Williams. No, not a mixer. There's little short furry things running oh, around. Multiple kids. Let's just shake it up and see what it takes. No. No. I wonder if that's a special. 
Fell through. Wayne Gretzky. Sure. Yao Ming. Seth uh, Green. <laughs> These are just lookalikes. These aren't the real people. Question. Could I, could I, could I, could I, could I breed um, a uh, Tom Selleck, a Steve Gutenberg, and a oh, Danson? That would be awesome. Let's see, let's see what that would be. And get a three-minute baby uh, cocktail? <laughs> no, there's no Tom Selleck. Oh, oh, no. I'm sure you could find a Tom Selleck lookalike. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could, yeah. Man, there's not, not, none of them on <laughs> That sucks. It's incredible. I've... What's Scott Bakula's on here? Oh, Bacula. there you go, Bakula. Nice. Someone who looks like him decided to donate his sperm. <laughs> Rick Moranis? Oh! <laughs> who wants a little Rick Moranis lookalike? <laughs> Wow. Wow. Um, in relation to that, I, I was looking around on PubMed, just random articles, and this one I found kind of interesting. Apparently there's a correlation between oral sex, a lower chance of a pre... Preeclampsia? What is preeclampsia? Preeclampsia is... Basically, the, the mother gets really sick and the body is basically rejecting the fetus. Yeah. I watch House. <laughs> It's a whole host. Of, yeah, it's a whole host of things, but that's a good summary. Now it's it's. So wait, who oral sex? Yeah. Now there's. So there's is that like the guy gives the girl oral sex, no. or the oh. a woman has to you know have oral sex with her husband? It's, it's important. That it's the father of the child. Well, and that they're married. And, well, in the eyes of God, in, in a Maybe perfect Jesus world, then so. yes, in a perfect world, five and two. Five and two. He's risen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's also important that she swallow the sperm of said father during oral sex. Obviously. It's all to uh, help. All in the same night? I mean, that's that's pretty demanding on the guy. Well, I mean, I, I'm just saying, if you want to up the chances of your child taking, <laughs> if you want to up the chances... <laughs> all right, all right. Let me throw a scenario out there. All right. All right, throw it out. So, you know, there's been, there's been some struggle in the relationship. Um, the woman has cheated on... She's got to be pregnant by another man. Now look, look, honey. I, 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 you know, we got through this, and you know, I know you're gonna help raise this child as though it's your own. But you gotta understand, I gotta keep giving this guy blowjobs. Um, <laughs> it's for the health of the baby, Jeez. and for my own health. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to go out tonight. Well, in that case, that's a catch twenty two because if she starts performing oral sex on, you know, her husband as opposed to this other guy. Oh no, 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 no. obviously not. But that could be bad for the baby. Yeah, because can't do that. the whole point is that yeah, you, your immune system gets used to right. the foreign substance of this other person, the father, and the, again that cuts back on the chance of miscarriage. Um, scientific research was done on this. Someone actually made a clinical trial of all this and came up with these findings. Now, in closing of the medical journal, like the article of this, it actually says, "Okay, look, I'm going to paraphrase." There was a big, there was a difference, but it wasn't as big as we would like. So we're going to have to redo the study. We're going to have to open this up and make it bigger. It actually says that. <laughs> so that's just be aware of that. Well, um, natural phenomenon, true. Look it up on PubMed. Fact. So guys, um, along these same lines, the BBC wants to help people um, get rid of some myths about contraception. Really. See, there's, there's a lot of confusion out there, even though we live in the 21st century. Uh, people don't quite understand how this, how this will all work. Well, it's usually abstinence. 
Um, of course, that's when that's baby, number one. Yeah, when baby Jesus created us. What else is there? I mean, that's uh, yeah, he's risen. Um, one in five women said they had heard of kitchen items, including bread, cling film, and even chicken skin being used as alternative contraceptive. Methods. What? Chicken skin, bread, cling film. What was that last I'm one? Clean film? Is that like a like a, um, a shrink wrap or whatever? Or a yeah, you know, like saran, saran wrap. Saran wrap. Yeah. Wait. Um, others had heard of food items such as kebabs, Coca Cola, or potato chips. <laughs> could be used as oral. How potato chips? Kebabs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, so. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. So they were just like. Polling people, like yeah. okay, you, you know, natural contraceptives. And these people were eight. What do you think? Question. Um, hey, um, just curious. Um, what do you use as contraceptive? Oh, me, potato chips. <laughs> I eat a bag of ruffles. Yeah, it's a wild night. Some all of my kids love potato chips, so we only have some around the house. Oh god, <laughs> I've got an eight. Um, and it works for me. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. Chicken skin. Chicken skin. Chicken skin. Yeah. I've actually heard of Coke. I mean, what? I, I read something on, on that if you drink like, Coke, that's that... obviously not true. No, if you like ingest Coke, oh, not you know what I'm talking. Uh, no, I thought that was one of the oral ones. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Listen here. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. Coke is not a contraception, you know? guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bread. man. Bread. bread is weird too. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes I like, like dough. To, or... I just like to wrap some bread around my penis. <laughs> like, you know? like some Wonder Bread. So, so what, I do, what I do, what I do is, um, I, I just grab like uh, a loaf of French bread. You know, just cut some off and then just. <laughs> pop it on there. It's, uh, you know, it's classy. It's dignified. It soaks it all up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Chicken skin. And this is in Britain, too. Think about that. Yeah. They're hot in yeah. Europe, more educated than we are over here. Exactly. I mean, just So what the hell's going on over here, I wonder? Yeah. Abstinence. I mean, we're, there's a lot of stupid people yeah. here. They've been hit at abstinence. They don't even worry about it. Like, no, no. Well, yeah, our kids aren't having sex. Of course not. They're doing it's drugs. Moral, it's morally wrong. Morally wrong, and it uh, makes baby Jesus cry. Yeah. So Which I don't know about you guys, but that just made me want to do it more <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> Anything I can do to spite the baby Jesus. Exactly. It's gonna make him cry. All right. All right. Actually, drink I'm, this booze. All right. Sure. Why not? I, I'm reminded of a time when you told a group of middle school students. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this. Don't to always use condoms. That, that, that may or may not have happened. Mental school students or middle school? <laughs> no. Me and Brad were in something called Real Truth as children. Well, in high school. Yeah. And uh, we went around to schools, basically doing skits about stuff. Well, it's fun time. abstinence and stuff like right. that. Like, hey, kids, be safe doing all the stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. Your parents aren't that bad. Drugs are horrible. Sex, wait till you're married. But of course, we, we've been, we were working for the city. Yeah, we were working for the city. That was not our. So, I mean, we were, uh, again, it was it was a very you know hardcore um, no drugs, um, abstinence only. Uh, you know, yeah. obvious. You know, toe line. Comedic skits for the kids right. to enjoy. We always had we always kind of fun and kind of you know stretched away from what we were supposed to be doing, but. It was fun times. And until this one performance, um, when I don't, I don't know what, what the hell happened to you up there. Dude, I, it was just ad-libbing. I was like, look, kids, 
Wait until you're married to have sex. But if you choose to have sex before then, make sure you wear a condom. That's basically what I said. The whole point of the scene was um, abstinence only. And then Alex, like, for some reason, they're like, and if you're going to have sex, make sure you use condoms. But see, now you've instilled condoms into their minds. Now they're going to have sex, dude. But now they're going to have safe sex. But now they know about condoms. They can't know about condoms. If they know about condoms, they're going to have sex. My favorite thing was they shouldn't know about condoms at all. That's that's the whole plan of the whole abstinence-only program. Don't let them know about contraception. Exactly. You mean I can have sex and not have kids? Uh, or get AIDS? Jeez, all right. I'm down. Yeah. Solid. I open it. I help those kids. You help those kids. Oh, yeah, you did. But the look on our director's face was priceless. <laughs> I still Because she almost lost her job. I can, because right after it happened, all the kids in the auditorium went nuts. They were like, I think they were laughing. Some of them were like, hell yeah. Some of them didn't have that look of astonishment. But and some I, were crying in the corners, <laughs> balled up, afraid. I remember on stage, all this happened in like a second. Looking at the teachers, they looked at me like, what the hell? And then Robin, the person who was our yeah. like our director. director, I looked over her and she just shook her head and put her hand in her, her face I don't think we hand. were invited back to that school. Real truth ended really quick after that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I might have single-handedly yeah. destroyed real truth. I've destroyed it. Wow. That's phenomenal. I yeah. applaud you, Alex. That was hey, great, man. Bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> Way to win one for our side. <laughs> really? Wow. This is a very interesting <laughs> new segment. Uh, this is a question to you guys. What do you think is America's favorite artificial flavor? Vanilla. Vanilla. Oh. That's a good choice. It should be lime. Really, lime. Artificial flavor. Lime. So we have vanilla and lime. I like limes, though. I really, really like limes. What would you say if but I told you it was grape? Then they're fools. Mm. That's why I'm moving to Sweden. According to the grape Wal- is pretty tasty. <laughs> According to the uh, the options of flavors on the Walmart pharmaceutical chart, America's favorite flavors. Wait, 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 wait. The litmus test for America's now, Walmart. We're moving on. We're moving. On. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I was in line to get, like, prescriptions and stuff at Walmart. And I look over and it says, have any of our medications in any of these flavors? Three of those flavors were grape. Wait, wait, wait. They have, they have flavors. Three of the flavors were grape? I'm not kidding you, yes. Well, what are the, what are the differences between the three flavors of grape? There was, like, grape. I want to say... Wild grape Rush grape? Gum. And there was something else like that. I was like, what the... Why do we have to have three flavors? All this was for penicillin, too. I wow. mean, <laughs> there was also strawberry, banana, lime. Lime? Surprisingly, lime. Nice. We're coming back. But grape had three individual flavors. This is what, uh, you know, this is what's wrong with America. We have three different kinds of grape. Are they mixing grape with bubble gum to make bubble gum? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, on principle, not going to make strawberry bubble gum flavor? And I'm going to stand up. Um, of all artificial flavors, grape is probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Least favorite above licorice? Uh, well, I actually like licorice. Black licorice? Yeah, nah. like black and white jelly beans, love them. But you hate freedom. Well, well duh. I didn't really realize that those were correlated. Of oh, course yeah, they absolutely. are. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've learned something about myself right now. <laughs> I'm glad. But seriously, Walmart, why three grape flavors? I don't Fuck get that. Fuck you, Walmart. All right, another really quick thing. I read this on NewScientist.com. Let me bring up the uh, place. Okay. Apparently, the Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, found something that's pretty scary. There is a whole cluster of galaxies. Think about this in scope. Galaxies that are being drawn toward the edge of the visible universe by something. Now, Not that the universe is expanding and everything is going out? No, these are, like, faster. Like, they're being 
something is drawing some, some kind of gravitational pull is going, like a gigantic being... super black hole yes well it could be anything we or what if they're being drawn to jesus i don't know dude but i i read this they found this out and it's freaking scientists out. they're like we don't understand this because it is at the edge of our visible universe Yikes. who knows what's out there this thing is big enough to move clusters of galaxies that's awesome that's why space is so cool yeah for those of people who may not know about natural physics or anything like that, have an idea of how big things are. We live in a solar system. We have a sun. We have a single star. A galaxy roughly has, we'll say, 100 billion stars. 100 billion little stars. The Milky Way is a galaxy. Yeah, a Milky Way. Our home galaxy is the Milky Way. And the whole solar system is just one tiny part of that yeah. galaxy. So 100 billion stars in a galaxy, roughly, okay, on average, 100 billion in our universe that we can see. A cluster of galaxies is being pulled to the edge of the universe by something giant. Just throwing that out there, man. Nuts. Earth is the center of the universe. Oh, really? And it's only 6,000 years old. See, so I don't know where your facts are coming from, <laughs> but they don't matter. Now, Brad, obviously that's nonsense. I think it's a giant laser. <laughs> obviously it's Wait. a laser. Obviously. Okay. Forget everything else. It's a laser. <laughs> Gotta be a laser. Of course it's a laser. It's a laser. Fact. Believe it at that. Right? Done. Case closed. <laughs> Thank you, science. <laughs> okay, on to the movie section, which will make more sense in a second. Ramcheck. As always, Ramcheck is brought to you by the Poppery 2. Poppery 2. We popped some today. Ben, this was the first experience with the Poppery 2. I don't believe it was my first experience with the Poppery 2 because Whoa. Brad pulled out the Poppery 2. And there's is this little like amber hood that goes on and flash of my childhood. I swear to God, we had one of those, except it was bigger. Whoa! It a wasn't. I think two? I think your alls is a little bit smaller than mine. Probably a poppery one. No, um, it was condensed. You know, I'm assuming that you have the travel size. Maybe. Maybe the poppery two was the travel version, and poppery that one you can was take the to parties. Version. You know, like like board game parties and such. Maybe. Oh yeah, that that is the good thing about the poppery two. Very compact, mm-hmm. easily Absolutely. take it up and take it wherever you need to go. Yeah. For yeah, a party anywhere. Right. Poppery one's more of like your base station. Oh yeah, it's I'm it's, it's again family centered. You know. Wow. We had a household for like four or five people at a time. We're gonna have to look. We're gonna have to contact West Bend and ask them about this poppery one. They're I'm, holding out on us. And. Popcorn tastes the same, just as good. Nice. nice. Very delicious. Just what I needed. We did a mixer today. We did half organic and half real popcorn as well, and it succeeded. Now, really you've had both. Could you could you tell what pieces were what? It was difficult. I don't, I don't think I could. But, uh, oh, there you go. Organic. As a blind taste <laughs> tester, organic. I could not tell the difference. Yeah. Same flavor. It's also, I'm sure it's like nutrients, salt. even though some people think that it's not. Right. Some people are crazy. So, we watched a movie. What? Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of like, what, we watched a movie? <laughs> Did we really? We saw a series of flashes of lights. And <laughs> I think I may have And there was a song. <laughs> Very similar to uh, another. A we'll song that I still have in my head. Oh, there you go. And I think you guys do too, because I heard you humming it Absolutely. a few seconds ago. Brad. I, I've already downloaded it. <laughs> If you're hum, that's that's a good sign that a movie really impacted you. If the theme song of it stays with you, zapped, loved it. Absolutely. Speed Racer, probably one of the best songs from a movie because it was multicultural. I don't know if you've listened to it yet, Brad. I have not I really listened to it. Yet. Three languages in that. Wow. No, maybe four. 
It's awesome. Breaking I, down, ra- I really recommend it. Download the title track to uh, Speed Racer. But we didn't watch that movie this week. That's that's in the past. Ah, so we got to move to the future. And what is the future? The future's a little thing called Howard the Duck. Howard oh, yeah. the Duck. Who directed this? Uh, this was directed by uh, Willard... <laughs> um, produced by uh, Gloria Katz, Ian Bryce, and a little fellow named George Lucas. Wow. Written by Willard Hayek <laughs> and Gloria Katz. Do you think Willard Hayek was the uh, like the comic book? Because this was a comic book first, right? Yeah, the comic book was written or, by Steve Gerber and it's oh, okay. actually quite brilliant. Yeah, that's what I've heard as yeah. well. It's, a, again, an incredible satire on pop culture and very, very amusing and entertaining. Well, so this is Howard the Duck the movie is kind of an anti Howard the Duck the comic book, right? It's it's, it's like, like it's bizarro. Well, I was watching some of the special features for Howard the Duck, and uh, you know, uh, Willer and Gloria Katz were talking about how George Lucas had come to them and said, you know, I found this great comic book. It's it's very interesting, and it's it's got this kind of pulp pulp sensibility and this like noir quality to this very absurd element of you know Howard the Duck. Yeah. So what they did was they took that and they just kind of forgot about it. And in Hollywood, they said, you know what? If we're going to make it, we're going to have to take some risks. So we're just going to completely ignore what someone told us to do. I'm looking at Wikipedia on Willard Hick right now. Um, there's a paragraph here um, that says, he still writes screenplays and scripts following Howard the Duck, including Mothers, Daughters, and Lovers. Whoa. Radio Land movie. Murders and Upcoming Secrets of a Hollywood Nurse. So he's, he's, he's you know, you know yeah, he's been on the great oxygen. things. Um, now, he has created screenplays of films including American Graffiti and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Well, he worked on those. He wrote screenplays, yeah. So apparently, at one point in time, he had some skill. And, of course, he is married to uh, Gloria Katz. Interesting. So uh, his last name is pronounced Hike. Oh, okay. But I really think it should be Hike. <laughs> so, um, All right, so do you want to go into the characters really quick? Who, absolutely. Who, cast and characters. Who do we have? We got we got Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson is Beverly. He is the love interest. She is. Now, what else has said Leah Thompson? Did Does that sound, Not name sound enough. Familiar. But some big stuff. She, yeah, she was in the Back of the Future. She was she was Boy. Marty's mother. Oh, and yeah. she was also Caroline Duffy. Yeah, Caroline in from the city. Caroline in the City. Reading card uh, illustrator, right? Or yes, yes. I, I, actually, she was the writer, and her gay assistant did the illustrations. I believe his name was Richard, but I could be wrong on that. Never heard of the show. Don't believe it exists. I mean, I watch it. <laughs> I will, I will freely admit to that. Nope. I like I that show. I refuse to believe it. Wait, I think you need to watch it. Yeah. Nope. I've got season three, four, and five on DVD. I do you really? They don't have one and two yet, so. How did you have seasons Wait, three what? and four and five of them? It's it's copyright issues. Like, one and two were supposed to be like a bulk. I'm making Oh, Ben, you can't just do that. I honestly thought that was true. I was like, what the hell? How do you see that? Okay, now, but her role in this is that she's a love interest, but she's also an aspiring rock star. Yeah, yeah, obviously. She's writing music, but her band manager will not give her money. Right. Any royalties, because he's a, yeah, he's a brick. Yeah, and he he wants to seduce her and rape her into uh, bending to his will. Yeah, he's he's a horrible guy. He will pay her to have sex with him. Yeah, basically what's happening what eventually yeah. happens but, yeah. well not eventually happens but that's <laughs> what we learn about his, his motive so we have Beverly right so who do we have next we got well um, as the voice of Howard we have Broadway superstar Chip Zian. oh yeah and he's um, been in tons of stuff yeah most notably Into the Woods Into the Woods was the baker also in New Brain 
Not New Brain. What's that? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah he, he was. Yeah. Except when a stranger says, "Get into my car," say no, no. Or when someone says, "Would you like to lose your virginity?" Someone with whom you have no affinity, say no, 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 no. What is this nonsense with virginity? It's a goddamn children's show. I never know what the hell you're writing about, Schwinn. I want a song, a song. Yes, yes, I will do my homework. Yes, I will work in the garden. Yes, I will go with my grandparents to Israel. Instead, I get this nonsense about somebody who loses their virginity to those with whom they have no affinity. Affinity! It's a goddamn children's show. I, I didn't recognize his voice. I, I I knew it was him because you told me it was him before. Yeah. But I didn't recognize his voice immediately. But you do you do get him. In. Yeah. I like. What I, made I, him do Howard the Duck? I don't know. Like I I was listening um on the special features they were talking about all the people that they had, and they had like a lot of incredibly awesome people auditioned to be the voice of Howard the Duck. It was it, was, it blew my mind. But like really, if I was going to cast the voice of Howard the Duck, I don't think I would have gone Chipsy in. Yeah, I would say he. I mean. It was still. I mean, I guess for the, for the, for the way they did it, I guess it works. But I, I don't know. I would pick something I get a little bit more gruff and yeah, you know, darker. But you know, Chipsy mm. in. Fun guy. I'm a fan. But you know, whatever. Also, as our as our main villain, we have uh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which yeah. is the best role he's ever had, in my personal opinion. Well, Amadeus. Ah, um, also very good in yeah. Amadeus. Beetlejuice. Very good in Beetlejuice. I'm he's, still putting still putting Bueller up there though. Wow, he's done some great stuff. Stuart Little, Sleepy Hollow. Sadly, wow. I saw him in Special Features. Jeffrey Jones looks rough these days. He's been through something. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor bastard. Oh, damn. Look Poor, at that mustache. Yeah. Oh, he's always had the mustache, dude. That's a staple. In the special in the special features, he looks worse. I'm really. Jeez. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, don't I beat it. Poor bastard. <laughs> beat it. Poor bastard Jeffrey Jones. Still incredibly talented actor. Amazing voice on that man. Oh, yeah. But what, yeah, he plays the villain, but he starts he plays, out yeah. as a good guy, like a scientist. Yeah. Right. He's doing research on a laser for whatever reason. Yeah. Telescope, interdimensional transportation. He's a scientist. Inter-universe. Inter you know, scientists, they just make lasers. And yeah, he's a shows, scientist, but he gets you know. possessed by some kind of extraterrestrial that may or may not I be a demon. I think you mean uh, the Dark Overlord of the Universe? Yeah. One of many? Of well, higher universe. Self-proclaimed. He's probably got an ego. So he's a god. Mm, well, I don't no, Howard, he's the strongest Howard. I think Howard the Duck is god. Well, yes, but he's, he, he's the devil. He's Satan oh. incarnate. Oh. What? So that's so, why they go with the whole demon route. What better antagonist into a god? So wait, does that mean as an overlord? Does that mean demons are higher ranked than gods? Well, what is an overlord? Overlord from his mouth. We don't know. Well, yeah. is an overlord higher up than a ego. lord? You're, I'm a lord. I'm an overlord. That sounds like a <laughs> that, step up. That's the just a man. That's just I, trying I, to have I want to know one. what the structure is. The, the corporate structure of, of um, angels, demons, and varying sundry forms of hierarchy of celestial Super beings. beings. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Who's middle management in this? Angels. Ah. Obviously, angels. Well, of course, then there's angels. There's all different ranks. Angels as well. and There's the archangels. There's yeah, the, exactly. There's the seraphims. There's all... I Cherifems. Mean, oh, 
It's, you know, it's corporate boondoggle. <laughs> a corporate boondoggle. You gotta hustle. Yeah. To be anything. Yeah. It's, it's a cutthroat world. And especially since they're all immortal. Uh, can can't you kill um, any of them. Can you imagine how annoying the email forwards would be? <laughs> Just trying to get this to the right office, person. corporate office in heaven. <laughs> as, as a person, in who's, hell. Who's that's a pretty good sitcom, thing, yeah. man. We should write the I, pilot for that. See, I've just started. Uh, I just started working in the corporate world again um, uh, yeah. af- after a bit of an absence, and it's ridiculous. And I just wonder, you know, if you have overlords, lords, seraphims, angels, archangels, it's got to be worse. <laughs> oh, terrifying! Just the are still probably running Windows. So who? Oh yeah. Uh, like hey, hell, in my office, we're still running Internet Explorer 6. That's what I was going to say. That's why I wanted so, to say Internet uh, Explorer 6. Really, Internet Explorer 6? Yeah. That is gross. Yeah. That's the, the worst operating. They said, that I, they said they might, um, if I, I asked, and they said they might let me upgrade to 7. Make I, them I, upgrade you to 7. I asked about 8. They said, not going to happen. Why? 8 is, like, disturbingly more stable. Than yeah. yeah. I, want, I want to have browsing. Is that wrong? Yeah. That right is not exactly. wrong. That's your right as a human being. I think so. As an American. Should I should, yeah. I should I maybe go or to an overlord? <laughs> should I go to an overlord? Maybe you should. Wait, who do I talk to to make this happen? All right, we'll look into that. Please do. That's something to find. All right, out. let's get back to the cast. Yeah, let's get back to the cast. Who else is in comic this? relief? Comic relief. We, yeah. have, co- we have comic relief um, scientist played by Tim Andy Robbins. Dufresne. Oh, not Andy <laughs> Dufresne. Okay. Tim, Tim Robbins. You said? Tim Robbins. Tim uh, Robbins. Quick amendment to that. Not really a scientist yet. He's an aspiring scientist. He's a research assistant slash he's more of a janitor. Right. But that that's the role he plays. And he they bring uh, Beverly brings Howard to him kind of more of like, hey, check this out. What's going on here? He freaks out and wants to make money off of him. He's like, we're going to be famous. That That's just a quick on his character. It's, it's so hard to believe this is the same Tim Robbins that went on to do Shawshank Redemption because he is incredibly over the top. Man's oldest fantasy Across a sea of stars, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a duck. Like he apparently did this right after Top Gun that I didn't realize he Top was in. Top Gun. Um, but yeah, Tim was Robin. he in Top Gun? What was he in Top Gun? Was he one of the main pilots? He was Merlin. Really? That was his call sign. Yeah. yeah. I saw Top Gun. Months this is ago. Before Bull Durham, though, which is like yeah. the first. I, which was funny, but it, it showed he actually had some you know, range and depth. Yeah. Tim Robbins, wow. We may have to watch Top Gun on Ram Jack. That uh, is yeah, fun. I think so. Really interesting movie. <laughs> a, a movie that has three songs in its repertoire. Oh. And only that. Oh, they yeah? play that oh, song yeah. like easily six to seven times. <laughs> And hanging with the boys. Like, this isn't. This isn't. A, we'll save that for later. But uh, real quick, random trivia out there. All right, throw it out. Random trivia. Ben. The role of Phil, Billy, the the guy, the the was originally auditioned by Jay Leno. Wow. So Jay Leno, Leno could have been the. This is really way before the Tonight Show or anything, or even like guest hosting on the Tonight Show. I would assume. I'm sure he did a couple of like stand up appearances, but this could have completely derailed his career. Oh, dude, yeah. Saying it, it didn't derail Tim Robbins' career because he had a very fruitful career after having to die. In fact, maybe, everyone maybe, we've mentioned so far has. So maybe Jay Leno could have had a more successful career because let's face it, he pretty much ruined the Tonight Show. 
Well, he's the one saving grace. NBC is putting all of their eggs into the Jay Leno basket this fall. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it's going to produce. Like, does it start tomorrow? Uh, or a few weeks? Or a few weeks? Ago? Oh, okay. Around the fourteenth. So it probably a few weeks ago. A few weeks after this episode airs. Um, Sadly, behind the curtain uh, stops. Uh, it just it just aired sometime. So uh, yeah, I hope everyone's uh, not watching that, and it'll be soon canceled. So who else do we have to, to think about in this movie? I think that's pretty much all oh, the characters. Yeah. There's one other person that I noticed in there. Really? I would like to make mention. Uh, one of the bandmates. In fact, she plays oh, yeah. the equivalent of the bass, which is the piano guitar that was very popular. Guitar, in the- guitar. There you go. A uh, Miss Holly Robinson, who some people may remember from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. She yeah. played Vanessa. Yeah. Smoking hot. Yeah. She's saying. Yeah. And she has like three lines in this movie. And she's <laughs> she a complete <laughs> But they're all airheads in the band. <laughs> Which is sad. You know. Yeah, true. That's how cinema treats women. Particularly in the 80s. Oh, yeah. This is apparently her first role. Wow. Yeah, it it's is. Launched her career. Yeah. I enjoyed hanging with Sir Cooper. That was a fun show. I loved it. Wasn't that on TGIF? I thought it was on TGIF. It was maybe. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh, dude. So yeah, we got the cast of characters. Let's let's go through the movie really quick. Yeah. I mean, because again, I don't think we can summarize this. I mean, to summarize this movie's plot is insane. So let's just hit all the high points. What happens? Right. Ending to end. Let's go quick. So we're on a duck planet. Duck planet. Duck planet. Duck planet. What happens to the duck planet? You know, everything that happens on Earth, just with ducks. Yeah. It's a little depressing, okay. yeah. like Earth. Yeah. Howard's gotten back from his job. All of a sudden, this laser plucks him from Duck World. Our in planet. his chair. Yeah. Across him. space. Right. He lands in Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Earth. On Earth. Question. We'll get to that in a minute. Right. So he's there. You know, what's he gonna do? He's running around. There's a lot of street toughs running about. Yeah. 80s street toughs. Um, Howard, you know, no one seems very surprised. No one's surprised at him. They just assume no. it's a kid in a costume. You think that's what's going through their minds? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's I mean, that's the like, only logical explanation, I guess. Yeah. People are never surprised enough. Some people will say, hey, what kind of a freak are one you? One lady really freaked out, though. Like, she yeah. lady. freaked out. Yeah. But for the most part, people just kind of ignore it. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. You're just a weirdo. No, it's a duck. You should be disturbed. But he landed in the seedy underbelly of Cleveland, Ohio, in in a massive pit of other outcasts of society. Yeah. So maybe they were very willing to accept him. Yeah. It was also at night. And it was at night. Also, in in their defense, I just remembered this. There was one time I was playing a big game in a big group of people, and in the middle of it, it was kind of like a a chase game. Kind of like Taggurate, but not. It was more advanced. But anyway, we were running around, and all of a sudden I happened to cross... I ran out of a door into a courtyard and looked over, and there was a guy dressed up as the guy from Halloween with a knife just walking slowly to me. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, it, I wasn't like, well, is this a crazy ex murder? My immediate thought was, oh, that's a guy in a suit. And I just went on my own way. <laughs> Later, eight of your friends were found dead. But oddly enough, yeah, that was God. That was oh. nuts. So, in their defense, if you see something like that, you immediately assume it's someone in a costume, and it could be a duck. Or sure. a, a mass murder. <laughs> but yeah. Good to know. All right, so. Down, down our luck, uh, wannabe rock star Beverly Switzer encounters Howard the Duck. They have an immediate connection. Oh, yeah. Between them, there is a bond. Yeah. It's formed and it's solid. She's walking home from her gig. And Howard, right. like you said, down out in an alley. Yeah. Um, 
he helps defend her honor because there's some, some street, street toughs. They're wanting right. to get a little uh, friendly with her. And her right. honor starts raining. Rain scene. Classic. Beautiful rain scene. Yes. Um, then all of a sudden, um, you know, form a little connection. She says, hey, hey, duck. You know, I know that you are a duck and I'm a human and I'm not going to question that, but hey, why don't you come back to my place? So he does. Yeah. Comes back to her place. They get to know each other. He falls asleep. She goes to his wa- his wallet. She kind of ruffles yeah. his feathers a little bit while he's asleep. She thinks it's adorable. We find out she's bipolar. And <laughs> <laughs> she has mental issues. Um, next so next day, what's she going to do? She's obviously going to take him to her friend, the quasi-scientist. Yeah. Um, and by quasi-scientist, I mean lab assistant slash janitor. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tim Robbins, who is insane and probably in the same um, group therapy with her, I assume. That's, That's how, how they, they met. met. That must be how they met. We're assuming. <laughs> because these people are fucked up. Oh, yeah. So um, she realizes that he's just a janitor, not a real scientist. Herman Howard right. leave, but he's like, no, whatever. But they, everyone, they're all friends now. Right. Um, what happens next? Um, well, actually, this is where Howard and Beverly have a bit of a fight. Oh, yeah. He, Howard's tired of being, you know, he's, he's in a bad situation. And he's tired of, yeah, he's tired of being a spectacle. If you got blasted millions of miles through space, ended up on another planet, and were given an IQ test by a janitor... You'd be a little pissed off, too. Well, look, maybe you are trapped in a world you never made, but, but I got problems of my own. So, you know, he's going he's gonna to try to make it on his own. Of course, he's Howard the Duck. He's, he's, hees trapped in a world he never made. Earth? <laughs> Quote from the line. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He is God, Michael. Um, I'll explain that later. So he, he, you know, he tr- goes, tries to get a job, goes to an unemployment agency. Um, it's a little disturbing. Yeah. Apparently yeah. ducks like to bite. Right. Um, the woman um, is, uh, assumes again that it's a person in a costume. You think that by looking controversial, uh, uh, you're never gonna find uh, a job uh, and just go on collecting unemployment and living happy on the public dole. Well, dude, you got another thing coming because Cora May always places her interviewee. I'm gonna find your ass a job. And she's like, "Hey, I know you think you're not you're not gonna be able to get a job." Because you, you choose to dress up so bizarrely. So he gets a job in an Asian massage parlor. Yeah, basically the best job he can get from them is an Asian massage parlor. It doesn't go well there. Uh, there's some crazy antics. And how do they quits. how do they get back together? I don't remember how that Well, happened. after that, he quits. He goes. He's, he's just traveling the city. He happens across right. her at a bar because her band's playing there. What are they called? Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing there. He goes in. They're playing, rocking it up. She gets tired of the song for some reason and changes songs in mid-song, which is interesting. Right. You can do that. Happened. She's the lead singer. Uh, Howard finds the manager, which is given her band hell. We right. find out that he has seedy intentions for her and the band members because he's not. Giving and, he's been, and he's been stealing their money. Yeah, stealing their money, holding it out. And uh, Howard again defends her honor, gets the money he breaks, back. He breaks out some quack foo. Yeah, quack foo. <laughs> yeah, class. That's an original one, right? The money. Sure, sure. Here, here. Take the money. Take it. It's yours. Take it. And you're no longer their manager. Listen, okay? Everybody in here is a witness. I'm letting the girls out of their contract, okay? Tell your goons to stay back. I'm warning stay you. Stay back, Richie. I bite your face. You're a dead man, Ginger. What are you talking about? Space rabies. Richie, is that a real disease? I don't know, Ginger. I heard something about that on the news. That's right. Space rabies. Ah, one bite, and it's agonizing death in 15 seconds. Yeah, so he beats them. What? He gets the money from them. He becomes the band's manager. 
So he's, he's got a job now, yes, at least. and he is a very good yuppie. I mean, he yeah. is the quintessential 80s yuppie oh, in duck form. Howard's living the American dream. Yeah, he is. Goes back. Even though he is an illegal greed, space alien. Greed is good. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, everyone's happy. They go back to her place because they've made up. Um... I'm not really sure. It's a little. It gets a little intimate. Um, I think. I think the, the line is. Um, you know, um, Beverly, of course, had a lot of trouble with men in the past, yeah. but she thinks she may have found happiness in the animal kingdom. Just can't seem to find the right man. Maybe it's not a man you should be looking for. Ah, uh, you think I might find happiness in the animal kingdom, Ducky? Like they say, Dal, love's strange. We could always give it a try. Hmm. Okay. Let's go for it, Mr. Macho. Animal magnetism is a very strong and powerful aroma. <laughs> it is a, it's a distinct smell, man. It is. It's, it's a musk. <laughs> it is it's a radiant dust, especially. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, one thing leads to another... They start, you know, flirting with each other. Okay, it gets real hot and heavy. She wants to go through. She wants to have sex with him, but then he gets cold feet. He's like, "Look, this this is wrong." But then she's, you know, she kind of coaxes him into a quick little kiss. We can assume that they would eventually right. go on to a very awesome, um, wonderfully smelling evening. <laughs> um, uh, a night of hot duck sex. Oh yeah, <laughs> very weird. Um, <laughs> but anyway. They're interrupted, because obviously the doors aren't locked. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. Um, scientists rush in. Phil's got his real scientist friends in there. They're like, look, Howard, we think we know what's going on, how you got here on Earth. Question mark. What's better? They have video evidence. Yes. <laughs> video evidence of, evidence of an experiment gone awry. An extremely well-produced video. Yeah. Apparently this laser we've made to study the cosmos or whatever backfired. Howard came through that laser, and they're going to try to send him back. Right. Um, Great. There, here we go. So that's all you need. That's that's a plot. Yeah. But that's not all. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones is going to go set up the laser first, right? Yeah. So they set yeah. the laser. They go there. They're in route. When they get there, they find out that the laser is screwed up again. Bad news. Something else came through. And this time it wasn't a duck. No, it was the dark overlord of the universe. Yeah, kind of a parasitic race or a race that can, you know, inhabit others. This. Now that I think about this, um, Men in Black had a very similar... Yeah, kind of yeah. feel because it was even a similar looking alien. Now that I think about Edgar it, suit. That one looked like a cockroach. This looked like a mix between the Rancor from Star Wars and, yeah. and a crab. And, and again, Lucas had his hand in this, <laughs> at least in a small way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that alien comes and habits the main scientist guy. Um. There's a whole bunch of shenanigans about. I'm not sure what he's. He's their friend for a minute, then he's not their friend. They've all got an escape. Right. It's not. They go to a diner that also. Serves as country kitchen. It's a country Cajun sushi, sushi. slash late night diner. Yeah, on the outskirts of New Age waitresses. Yeah, right. Very hip. Very hip. But the clientele tends to be a little bit, little little less, truckerish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very truckerish. Uh, crazy stuff happens. They almost kill Howard. Almost serve him on a platter. But the alien saves them. Right. Even sets them free again. We're not really hundred percent sure why. Yeah. Don't don't ask questions. It's Howard the Duck. Yeah. So, there was some pie fighting in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Classic pie fighting. Well, Howard's again called to defend this girl's honor from truckers right. that just randomly come over like, hey, babe, what's up? It's like, you got this kid here? What's that? 
Why is everyone attempting to harass this woman? She is hot. In this movie, she, she is, is the hottest I've ever seen her. Actually. Yeah. Now, the giant hair is a big turnoff. Yeah. You can't get really past it a lot of the times. She is hot. You can't Crazy deny hot. that. Yeah. So, of course, Fact. all these people are doing The rest of the movie is kind of a blur because it's all a race to get back to the laser because this guy, an overlord, wants to bring more of his overlord buddies and take over the Earth. I mean, one, one overlord does a hell of a lot of damage. Damn. Um, but multiple overlords clearly conquer the Earth. Special effects, very interesting. Um, <laughs> thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs up, dude. Absolutely. Especially the claymation work on the uh, yeah. overlords. Yeah. That was Brilliant. phenomenal. Brilliant stop. There was a, th- yeah, there was a part of this I was like, this is really good for 86. Yeah. Very, and some special effects did kind of, you said this uh, during the movie, kind of reminded a little bit of Ghostbusters in a way. Oh, yeah. Very Ghostbusters too. I thought he was. I mean, for what it is, very good. I mean, this was this was uh, you know ILM early days. Yeah, and this is well after become Pixar. Third Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were pushing the limits of what they had then. Very, very Absolutely. well done, guys. Very well done. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> the I, Overlord I, okay. and Beverly take a late night truck ride there. <laughs> she takes a nap. She's cool with this. <laughs> sure, I'm in the car with the, with Dark Overlord, but I'm gonna take a little naps. No big deal. You know, yeah. whatever. You know, sure, this guy, you know, has his tongue plugged into an electrical socket. For energy, but whatever. Um, and he talks like a creepy, possessed demon, which he is. Um, but I'm just gonna take a little napsy, just a little nap. Yeah, she's cool with that. In the meantime, Howard and uh, Phil. Yeah, Howard and the Phil um steal a, an ultralight airplane. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember how that happened. It's all a blur to me. That is kind of an all of a blur. But the cops are after them because they were like, the laser, when it malfunctioned, caused the feds are like, what the hell's going right. on? This is nuts. So the cops are after them. They don't really know why. I, I really think they should have stopped and look at, looked at the over, overly produced, um, you know, surveillance footage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, dude. And uh, they would have understood everything. Think about it, That just happened. The team had they, to go back. They did they had to call Ron Howard. So they get in like a rough draft of that. Right. End. And then Ron Howard had to come in and sign off on everything. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> days. Days. Okay. So, plane ride happens, craziness ensues, they all end back up at the laser plant. Um, at one point, I think they go, the Overlord goes to a nuclear plant to get more energy. That That's was weird, that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. for a second I thought the nuclear plant and the laser place were the same, but they're not. <laughs> right. Um, so the Overlord's shocked up on energy, he's going to go with the laser, he's going to use Beverly as a vessel for the new Overlords that come through. Right. Because they need to have a human host. Obviously. So Howard and Phil get there just in the nick of time, but they need right. something to stop him. They need a weapon. Right. Apparently, the science lab just has an anti-whatever yeah. beam they need. Yeah, it was like it, an, was, yeah. it was a military project. Yeah, yeah, military project. They kind of it was a, a neutron disruptor. I believe yeah. was what they called yeah. it. And they just keep it in a closet with a padlock. Is that what? Yeah, it is? That, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll padlock do it. I mean, chain. Sure, this thing can destroy pretty much anything, but uh, padlocks are very it's super laser. You know, um, like a master it's lock. not like anyone yeah. can just get in here on their own, right? They have, like have a key. Facility. Yeah, you have to just have a key. Right. Um, or you know, like a. Oh, Arby a duck and just can walk underneath things like the security barriers. Yeah. Or a file, really, a file you could probably. Yeah. You know. Actually, I, now I think about it, not a good idea to keep that <laughs> bad, in a bad, secured location. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when they get they get the laser cannon, they mount it on what equates like a golf cart or something. Yeah. It's like yeah. a forklift kind of thing. Yeah, some yeah. Kind of vehicle they just ride yeah. around the planet. Right. Um, and there's a battle that ensues with the alien. Right. Um. Did they destroy the laser? They destroy the laser because the, the overlords are coming through. Um, right. Howard, there's a big fight, and they fight him, and then they Howard shoots him with the laser cannon of the scientist guy who's still possessed. Right. Um, 
he blows up. The laser blows up. No, does he? Does the laser blow up yet? Oh, God, okay. Laser the, blows up. The end of the movie is such a kludge of events. Um, luckily, though, Jeffrey Jones, um, uh, it's just it's just zapped the uh, alien out of him. You're right. He's yeah. okay. Just with the laser being zapped with the alien. Um, luckily, but this is where we find out they don't really need a human host. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just it just makes them more presentable to the humans. Yeah. Which, if you're alien overlords, do you really care? You're a little vain. Because then we have the giant alien. Yeah. Just stomping about. I think they have to incubate in the people. I think that was the, but it doesn't matter. Maybe. The giant alien comes up, like you said, as a rancor. Yep. Um, and crab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crab and rancor. Another battle ensues. Um, they kill it. Yeah. Eventually they get that. I don't know why it's a little, they're, they're very set on having it mounted to this little um, golf cart thing. Yeah. Because I really, it seemed to be light enough that they could pick it up and move it around. So why not just carry it like a giant gun? <laughs> Dude, you gotta have a tank. Predator style. Just grab it and go. <laughs> they destroy it, but the laser is still bringing the alien overlords. So then Howard has a decision to make destroy the laser and never go back to Duck World oh. or save humanity. Wow. And be with Leah Thompson. Yeah, be with Leah Thompson. Howard uses correctly and destroys the laser. Right. And thus he's trapped in a world he never made. But with Leah Thompson. But with Leah Thompson. Yeah, so it's a bonus. It's a win win for everybody. Phil, at the end of the movie, they're at a concert. Um, Howard has changed the band totally. Their image, they're playing at a, a giant live gig. Uh, he's backstage. Phil has abandoned his scientific endeavors and has become a group. Stage production. And no, stage production, dude. He's, he's, he's moving. We find out Howard can play the guitar. Um, yeah. It's the end of the movie, and everything's just fun. And the credits roll. But well, it's not over. Yeah. Um, there's more. One we, we, one not that needs to be little, tied up. One little, one little tender scene. Yeah. And the movie ends on a romantic uh, note. Oh. Howard and Beverly, they're going to get through this. They're going to be together. It, Regardless I, what society says about such things. You know, this really puts um, this puts a face on bestiality that I can understand and appreciate. <laughs> what we've learned from Howard the Dog. I actually have a whole list of things I took during the film, and I know you took notes too. Absolutely. So, can I just start with the first thing I learned from this movie? Absolutely. Go for Something it. I didn't know before watching Howard the Duck: ducks can survive in outer space. Yeah. Of course they can. Ducks may also be invincible. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> they could be. Um, wait. Can I- well, they can't be invincible because they can't swim or fly. Well, we all know that everyone can swim. It's a natural instinct. People just get a little caught up. Oh, they freeze and then they sink. Everyone can swim, whether yeah. they think so or not. What about people that don't have arms? They're still going to try to wade water, but they're going to try to tread water. Um, amputees, no arms, no legs. Well, then they will not be able to swim. Well, but in perfect conditions. Um, I think we should try not to exclude people from the Ramjack audience. Very true. So some people can swim, <laughs> <laughs> but most ducks should be able to swim. Yeah. Body-wise, even if they didn't have any legs, um, their feathers make them buoyant anyway. Right. So okay, yeah. For ducks, it is just. I learned process. something about ducks. What? They have nipples. Yes, they do. And they like to masturbate in bubble baths. <laughs> I don't know if you all caught that or not. Was she, was she? But she was masturbating. Wow. And oh. she was oh, like man. going for it, and then like Howard flew through, and then she continued. Oh yeah. Just saying. Uh, now this, this we will learn a little bit about the movie by this. Um, Howard was like ripped through the walls. By laser transport, because again, lasers can move galaxy clusters or yeah. one duck from a planet to another planet. Right. right. From the middle of an apartment complex. Yeah, on yeah. a duck alternate world. Because I also learned right. that 
The universe is a huge place. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And also, there's other planets. Same history as ours. Yeah. Exact same history as ours. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Just other other predominant species. Yeah. Other mammals and or reptiles. Yeah. Or predominant species. Or, or birds, because yeah. they're birds. neither mammals um, or reptiles. Can we, <laughs> can we just man. talk about Duck World for a second? Let's talk about Duck World. First of all, Duckburg. Um, they, they have two, <laughs> they have two moons. Which I am completely under the suspicion that that makes their werewolves twice as strong. Oh yeah, duck werewolves? Crazy. Duck werewolves twice as strong, two moons. You think that's how they're invincible? They have two, two moons. moons. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that in Revelation. Yep. Wow. Duck werewolves. Guys, if you were ever in the night and come across a duck werewolf, you're dead. Forget about <laughs> There's it. There's no way to kill them? You, you can't. They come from a place with two Dude, moons. They, they can do. survive the... <laughs> The vacuum of space. Maybe he, maybe Howard the Duck is related to Batman. Huh. Batman can breathe in space. Can he? Oh, yeah. It's no, facts. No, no, Batman can breathe in space. Superman oh. can. No, Batman can as well. You can't, well, you can't really breathe in space. No, Batman can. Vacuum. You just no don't way. need oxygen. Your lungs will collapse. Yeah, you don't need oxygen. Um, ducks don't have lungs. <laughs> ducks don't have lungs. Another lesson learned from Howard the Duck. But need them. <laughs> I learned All right. that without Howard the Duck, we would not have Pixar. Oh well, this this is this yeah, is actual this is, truth this is outside the film, but yes. On on the little trivia section on IMDb, according to reports, at the time of the movie's release, George Lucas Lucas was heavily in debt and was banking on this movie to put him back in the black. It didn't. It it, it tanked. It bombed. You mean Howard the Duck the film was not a huge commercial success? It was in my personal life but not in no it was not but his friend steve jobs oh the ceo of apple computers offered to help by buying lucas's lucasfilm's newly launched cgi animation division no above market price value lucas of course said well sure you know i need money eventually that went on to become pixar wow so if george lucas wasn't struggling and howard the duck did not pull him even further down into fiscal despair, then Steve Jobs wouldn't have started Pixar and we wouldn't have cars. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Wow. Or a bug's life. Oh, man. That's fact. Yeah, the pinnacle of Pixar's. Wow. You never know. How this is up? a crazy world yeah. we live in. Crazy world. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> fact. Howard the Duck. Take a note. <laughs> I never realized watching a film could be so educational. Of course. Brad, have you learned anything so far? There's narration as Howard's going through space. um, Pulled by the giant laser. Right, pulled by the giant laser. And it says, What is, what was, and what will be start here with the words, In the beginning there was Howard the Duck. Is, is, Is Howard the Duck God? He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's Howard the Duck, baby Cheeto. This just in. Five and two, Howard the Duck. Yeah. No, he's God. He's he. So his yeah. son would be the baby Jesus. But he's also he's, he is he's him and his son. Howard the Duck is both himself and his son. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Yeah. So which one came first, the duck or the egg? Oh no, no, they're, oh. they're the same. They're, they're made of the same material. Okay. I don't think it would be God if it had a beginning. Yeah, you're right. The Alpha and the Omega. Yeah. That's why eggs, there are no beginning of the sphere. 
Whoa. It just goes Guys, continuous. There is no end or beginning. You know, I was getting really deep right now. When I was a teenager, I was told that um, the only proof you need to the of God is to look at a circle. Really? Circle He's got the perfect shape. The circle proves that Howard the Duck exists. Alpha the Omega. It's weird how all our movies kind of have a tie or like some kind of thing. Uh, something I learned is that protesting at night may have benefits. Heck yeah, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. Howard is drawn to Earth. He's Might just even help thrown you get into the ghetto of Cleveland, Ohio. Right. From this laser. He's running into all kinds of ruffians and stuff. And he's going down an alley, and there's just two protesters making out in a yeah. dark alley at night in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, that's what they do yeah. in the offseason. I mean, Howard accidentally, you know, fills up on the people, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. One of the protesters' guys, like, what are you, grabs his protest sign and just hits Howard with it. Right. Now, these protesters, obviously, they're, they're very well-educated, liberal-minded people. Yeah. Why is he taking his girlfriend to some dirty, scummy alleyway near CBGB's in New York City yeah. to make oh, no. out with her. Cleveland, Ohio. Man. Or Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I was thinking maybe they're not protesters. Maybe maybe they're on strike. They could be strike. You know, you know they could be. They could have just gotten off the, the picket line. So uh, all we all we really know is it was a guy holding you know a big sign, which means I think either protester or striker. See, I was thinking that they, they were protesters and that I was going to change because protesters get it wrong. You don't protest during the day, protest at night. Well, they weren't protesting at the time. But strikes go on 24-7, you know. I don't know if you've ever driven past an actual strike line, but those people camp out there. But, they yeah. were on strike. They were on right. strike. I was wrong. Right. I and learned. isn't Cleveland an industrial town? Aren't there a lot of factories? Ben, a lot of research went into this movie. Ben, thank you so much. Yes. Clear, clearing up the mysteries. Um, can we just talk about the street tufts of Cleveland? <laughs> the biker why are they, gang. Why are these these ridiculous effeminate um, gangs? Why why are there boy George gangs running around? <laughs> it was the eighties, Brad, and it was Cleveland. <laughs> Ruffian gangs of homosexuals. It was the eighties, but to come to think of it, there were only like three young males in the whole movie. There were all the other like young hip people. They were all females with huge lion mane God, hair. Their hair was huge. That was distractingly large yes. hair. Yeah. Was it hot? Be honest. The the crimping on <laughs> that one when she was performing. She put a lot of work into that. That was. And she was I, wearing a nice outfit at the time. Oh no. I heard in the special features. Was kind of two hours. Two hours. Are you serious? Do that. That's no, dedication. That's not natural. That is mm. dedication. Yeah. Calm that down. Please. Police that hairdo. <laughs> I would like to talk about the slang of these ruffians. What is this, what was the word they used for drugs? Recreational drugs? Toot. 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 So that's a new one for the kids out there. You taking you taking drugs? Fool you your parentals by calling it toot. Yeah, it's went out for a toot. Yeah, because they're not going to question that. No. Well, I don't know if you guys know, there's some kind of restaurant called Toots or whatever. Is that what it's called? Really? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a kid version of Hooters. I say I say all of this with like uh, uh yeah, <laughs> like raisins on South Park. I think yeah, it is called Toots. Now that I think about it, because I actually know someone who used to work there. Oh, creepy! Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is, I've never heard of this, and I'm disturbed. It is disturbing, man. I'm just throwing that out there. So yeah, kids, you can say, hey, I'm, I'm going to Toots, and your parents will be okay. Yeah, whatever. They're going to question you because why is my son hanging out at Toots? But at the same time, those kids will be. Drug cover, but that was common slang back in the 80s in Cleveland, Ohio. 
the rad you're researching tooth online item. I'm looking at tooths. Um, there's one in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, one in Smyrna, Tennessee, one in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and one in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, they're, what? They're following us. <laughs> I actually saw a billboard for one in Bowling Green when I was traveling back from home. And I want to say the one that my friend worked at was the one in Murfreesboro. Dude, Toots is following us to the free north. Ah, oh, dude. When I heard about this, my friend told me about it. She was like, yeah, I'm working at Toots now. I'm like, what the hell is Toots? And when she told me, I was like, this is gross. This is weird. Can I, their mascot seems to be a an oyster. It's a clam. A clam, sorry. <laughs> no way. A sideways it, clam. It's a clam no. with one, one no. very muscular arm. Um, and two legs with, he has no knees, it's just a pair of legs, tennis shoes. He only has oh, one arm? Yeah, he only has one arm. It's very muscular, though. He clearly, he's, he has to make two. Is this like a Trogdor? Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. One muscular arm. It, it very arm. much looks like Trogdor, and it's wearing a hat. A hat? Yeah. Yes, it's wearing a what hat. What kind of hat? It says two hat. red. It's, it's like, a, like a skipper cap. It looks like Super it, Mario. Do you, you have it up? Okay. Wow. What happened what to the other arm? Board? There's a mystery. It doesn't look very appetizing either, at all. Right, clam? No, it does not. Oh, Wait, the food? food. No. Absolutely no booze allowed. What? Not, uh, not I am booze, a, I am a fan of fried booze. dill pickle chips, though. I'm not even joking. I do like those. They are delicious. I don't know if I've ever had fried. What did you just say? Fried? What did you say? Well, they're fried. called in, in Louisville. They're called frickle pickles, or at least a Jenny's. So it's just like sliced pickles fried. It's a fried pickle. I had some of those before. I actually cooked some of those before just at random, and they are pretty good. I love that we've completely stopped talking about Howard the Duck to to address this toots. Something else I learned. Cleveland, Ohio may or may not be located on Earth. Who knows? Who who are we to answer these questions? We may or may not be on Earth. (laughs) According to Howard the Duck, we may or may not be. That's a question I'll never have the answer to. Right. But the fact that it's a question means I've learned something, that it is in question, that Cleveland, yeah. Ohio may not exist on our planet. Right. Or, I or say our planet, it may not exist on this planet. Question, have any of you ever been to Cleveland? Yes. You have? I have. Did you have to take a space shuttle? I did not. There would have to be like some kind of conspiracy to where if you did have to take a space I shuttle. I did take a nap in the car. So oh, no. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what happened oh, during that nap? shady. Whoa, did someone give you a pill and put you on a submarine to take you to Cleveland? Well, <laughs> Cleveland is, you know, on the beach, right? There's a beach there, right? I mean, they said it was Lake Michigan or Lake Erie. Mm. No? I mean, that is true. No? Ish. With palm trees and sand and oh, salt water. No, no, no. Polar bears. Cleveland, Ohio, not on the earth. What's happening? Uh, moving on, something else I wanted to did you talk about was uh, the rain scene. And how we were told what the characters were basically feeling through the lyrics in the song that was perfectly timed with certain events that were happening. I think it was it was a beautiful it was a moment where I felt I felt the heartstrings being pulled from my chest. I felt every cliche ever invented pulled out all at once, but whatever. Maybe maybe I'm a cynic. Uh, I I think what you mean to say is the tenderness of the moment and you could see the connection between these characters form in that beautiful, um, amazing cinematic moment. I mean, yeah, they just met. And I'm start rock and roller, right? And, uh, <laughs> and, and, a, and a wayward outer space traveling god duck. Yeah. And you know, it's raining. It's raining. Howard doesn't like water. She's got an umbrella. She's willing to take a chance on. 
I don't know. Yeah. I, again, the song explains. He's really good under the umbrella, though. He just walks with a woman with an umbrella, yeah. so I don't really think he was that much better off. Well, water just goes right down his back. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, he licks naturally. Yeah, he's a dog. He wanted companionship, though. Yeah, he wanted something more. I learned something. Whoa, whoa, man! I know. What out? What's up? Now, it, this kind of contradicts our previous conversation because I assume this only happens in Cleveland, but Cleveland doesn't exist. So, oh. But it's extremely easy to escape from the police in Cleveland. It's oh. extremely easy. You know, if you want to get out of a cop car, you know. <laughs> the door, it's not or, or just, you know, there's no, like, no wire gate separating the front seat from the back seat. Just hop into the front seat and go out that way. Yeah, because the window will be rolled down. Exactly. Naturally. Exactly. That, that also, they like cigars. The cops in Cleveland like oh, cigars. Love them. And if you have a cigar and you throw it, it'll go run after it like a, like a dog. Yeah. And then you can go the other way. Wow. Actually, Cleveland Police, Park K-9. <laughs> a lot of hybrids up there. Right. Up there. Well, up there. you know what they're doing. They're experimenting. I mean, why would polar bears be in Cleveland? Oh. Wait, what do, you, what do you know about polar bears in Cleveland? That, nothing. Mm, wait a minute. <laughs> wait Mysteries. a minute. Um, what I love is when um, Howard goes to the club. Um, it's it's gated off, much like in Roadhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just you know I'm just pointing out the connections here. I think maybe they need a cooler. They definitely need a cooler because uh, it's a little shifty. That, that's something to, to just keep with you. If you go into a bar and there's a cage around where they're playing music, right. you're in the wrong part of town. <laughs> you have a band get out. Cage, get out of there's there. no cooler. Don't start a fight. Don't start a fight. Yeah. She's got to get out. You better find Patrick Bagel. Sweezy. Stat. Yeah. Yeah. Good observation. Yeah. Very nice. Um, this, this parlays on what Ben said about how cops don't keep their doors locked in their car. People in Cleveland, Ohio don't lock their doors anyway. Well, yeah. Why would they don't lock anything. Completely safe there. It's like Canada. <laughs> they don't like the doors. According to Michael Moore, they don't. But that's right. oh yeah. Um. So yeah, the first time that Howard goes back, with, uh, what's her character's name? Beverly. Beverly. Yeah. Uh, shit goes back to her place. I noticed immediately she didn't even lock her door. She just shut it and let it. And they're they're in this giant warehouse studio place. This is obviously not the best part of town. It's a flop. Yeah, doesn't even lock her door. I don't think she has anything worth stealing. Except, you know, a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no one in Cleveland locks their doors. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you? It's Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not even on planet Earth. I mean, no one's going to, like, wander into your house at night when you're having an intimate moment. With a duck. Yeah, with a, with a duck. Also, I learned apparently bestiality is cool. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, no. Yeah. As long as, you know. But you're just learning that? Well, you know, I always assumed, but... Uh, along the same lines, I learned condoms reusable. <laughs> <laughs> Do your part. Um, you know... Recycle, reduce, reuse. You know, don't use a loaf of bread. You should just, instead of, you know, having to, you know, go to, you know, chicken skin or bread, skin. what you should do is just reuse, you know, just reuse a condom. Yeah, just keep it on you, all times. Yeah, just keep, keep it there, much like Howard the Duck does. She just has one open, wallet. It's <laughs> there. Also, never fall asleep with a chick you know, that you may be into, or maybe into you present, because she will go through your wallet. Yeah. And touch your feathers. Yeah. <laughs> just awkwardly reach out. In the night. You know what that... Your little... Tough little feathers. That, that was weird. That was... That, that was, was your weird. first reply. Yeah. Dude, this this chick's a little sketchy. Yeah. She's frightening. 
we decided she's bipolar, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. She's bipolar. I'm pretty sure she met uh, Phil at uh, at uh, group therapy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's one extreme, and she's... Well, she's... Man, they're both pretty far out. That goes into something else we learned here. Oh, oh yeah. Howard the Duck. Rock stars and scientists hang in the same circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, ro- yeah, rock stars and scientists. This would explain why I do not know any rock stars or scientists, really. Yeah, you're in I love science. Circle. I love rock and roll. I just don't know where to meet. They're hanging out with each other. We're, miss- we're missing them. Our, you know, they're hanging out. A-, a quick amendment to that. Aspiring rock and roll stars. And aspiring yes, scientists. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, um, what is the ultimate them. goal of a scientist? Just out of curiosity. Oh, well. Well, once you get your degree, then you get a museum. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's standard. You right automatically now. own a museum. Yeah, you I'll get your degree. You. Yeah, you, you, first of all, you have to trudge through being a lab assistant. Which is next to being a jam. Yeah, which involves cleaning up puke. Right, so that's how it works. Um, and then you get your degree, and you are given a museum. Yeah. That's how it works. That's nice. sweet. You a scientist or a janitor? Uh, I am a lab assistant. That's terrific. Yep. Just perfect. I'm out of here. Look, it's just a temporary job until I finish school and get my own museum. Now we are learning stuff. We're, we're educating the populace. That's, that's really... That's, that's what we try to do as podcasters it's for us to, to peel back the veils and educate the public I never knew it was just I never knew while I was watching this yeah only later to realize alright something else ducks believe in evolution a world almost exactly like ours except that the progenitor of the dominant species was not a monkey but a duck Sound theory. Every school duck knows this stuff. And ducks smarter than most humans in the United States. Every duck knows that. Yeah, every school duck is taught that. Yeah, every school duck. No big whoop. Here, it's it's an issue, dude. It's a theory. Yeah, theory. You know, it needs to be taught next to creationism theory. I think the makers of Time Changer could possibly go visit Duck World, learn a thing or two. <laughs> it's going to take a world... Of evolved ducks. Now, wait, so there are two evolved cultures, or, you know, intelligent cultures, completely different species, completely different worlds, that have stumbled upon the same scientific principle that, that we evolved from lower life forms. They've, they've stumbled across the exact same language. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They have, that's, that's, <laughs> English universal language. All right. Well, universal language. They stumbled across the same politics, because obviously they have democracy... In Duck yeah. World. Oh, they have currency just like I know. Except yeah. with Washington's the same. a duck. Right. It's the exact same, except there's ducks. Which, does that mean there's like a Howard the Human somewhere? Yeah. And an equivalent? Yeah. There's a scientist on Duck World also making a laser beam that just happened to pluck wow. a human named Howard. He's having sex with a duck. <laughs> wow. You, want, you, <laughs> you think he's weird? He actually also keeps a condom he's recycled in his wallet. Aww. <laughs> He's the same guy, but just a human. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, also, just to throw this out there, it's easy to get an advertising copywriting job if you're a duck. Yeah. And have history in construction, work, and music writing. And are a college dropout. Yeah. Well, I mean, advertising copyright. Who would want that lame, horrible job? I mean, yeah. Ugh. It's not competitive at all. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, you can drop out of college, work on a construction site, 
write some few songs at night, live your life. It's you a nice know, job when it's time to grow up. That's why that's why I don't have a problem with the illegal immigration. Because you know the Mexicans that are coming over the border are just taking our lousy um, copyright jobs that no one wants. <laughs> Learned it from Howard the Duck. Learned it from a duck. Let's see. What? We spoke truths that were universal. Yeah. That's why he is Jizo, five and two. Alright, this this is something that I was really shocked to learn from Howard the Duck. Apparently, more than half of the grants given to scientific research goes to a film crew and in post-production work on your experiments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, multiple, you need lots of angles to show when there's a weird, crazy um, disaster involving your giant laser. High-quality stuff. Yeah. You want to see people running around terrifying. Great lighting. And you want to get that perfect Fantastic. shot. You get that perfect shot of that single feather that falls down. Oh, yeah. Well, you want a crew that will give you that, too. Yeah. Like, because I'm sure, like, the first time, like, the feather was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? Like, all right, let's wow. do it again. We didn't get it. Yeah. There you go. You want a team that will do that for you. Do you want how many ducks they had to rip from duck world and then murder to hide the evidence before they got that shot right? I did oh. research. That grant money... Going somewhere. When, when they're not building new museums for uh, college graduates. Going to video production. It's all, all production. And post-production. Gosh. Wow. A lot of editing. That's why it took them so long to get into the house. They had to finish editing the video. <laughs> that is exactly why they took so long to get into the house. Because the door was open. Yeah. They just had to get... <laughs> Can you yeah. have it by six tonight? <laughs> we really need to push this deadline. Yeah, we need to rush on this. Show. Ron Howard's in the back. I don't know, guys. <laughs> ah. Someone got overtime for that. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, really quick, finishing up the list. Even symbiotic alien parasites hate TV evangelists. Yeah. God, I oh. love this movie. Yeah, yeah. You you worked in television, didn't you? I did, yes. I don't, I don't even think <laughs> Brad knew this, actually. <laughs> I didn't. Yes, and it was awful. I had to swallow my pride and pretend that I didn't believe science for a good year and a half. Wow. Yeah, dude. It's cutthroat to get into the television industry, but then I had, like, a basis and got my job that I'm working at. So. Yeah. There are other factors involved with how that happens that I don't want to go into, but... I do. You're cool, man. Have you ever worked for a science team to help film this thing? Is that is that is that on your repertoire yet? Is it not? I don't think it is on my repertoire. Wow, must be like the only person. I imagine. I I was all the time. I was invited to uh, to go to the Creation Museum and oh. and film a, a commercial with the uh, the thumpers that I worked for. But okay. well, that, that's the furthest thing from science you can. Do. Right. Oh well, yeah, yeah, I know. Every school doc knows. Every school doc knows that. I did do an interview with Barack Obama though. Ooh. Before nice. he was president. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's maybe the highlight of my career right now. I didn't know Ben. <laughs> all these <Talking> secrets. Awesome. <laughs> wow, all right. Well, here's something else you might just want to know. If you do get into a bar fight, um, you have a pie, put it in someone's face, completely immobilizes them. Oh, yeah. Pie to the face. Didn't even know it was that simple. Yeah, that's all it takes. Sometime in my life, I would like to either hit someone in the face with a pie or be hit with a pie just so I can have that existential moment of realizing that a pie has been thrown at someone's face and I've been a part of it. Because I feel like then the entire universe would come unraveled. I think I've actually seen someone get hit in the face with a pie. Really? In real life? Not on yeah. like... 
I think it was something special, like I so and so, like a teacher or something. It's yeah. kind of school. Yeah, but, but but that's a design. What about like the gorilla pie fighters? Like, uh, no, this is a serious thing. Like, people go around, like, there's a video online. I know the, one of the most famous ones is Bill Gates getting pied in the face. Whoa, like, wow. like, big celebrities like that getting pied in the face. Especially people that are really, you know, going against the grain and are, are just dicks that really deserve it. You know, pied nice. in the face. Bill Gates I, gives tons of money to charity, though. Yeah, oh, no, no, I really like Bill Gates a lot. The, nice. the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they Great talk human. about it. Great human, Bill Gates. <laughs> I thought it was Megan Fox, but... One of three. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's also Gomez. Wow. Should we? Should we do that? Just get pies and start patting people in the face. Brad, your birthday. You want us to surprise you with a pie in the face? I'm not going to say yes or no, but I feel it must be a surprise for it to be the cathartic moment that uh, I need to happen in my life at some point. Handle in the handle in the pie. He's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly. You blow it out and pie right in the face. That would happen. be that would be amazing. It's gonna happen. That happened at some point in my life. I would not begrudge it. <laughs> um, did you guys learn anything else from this? I learned. I, I learned. Apparently, it's not that hard to find and steal an ultralight um, aircraft or assemble it rapidly, or to fix it once the um, gas line breaks mid-flight. That that is something that's good to know. In case yeah. I need to get away. Yeah. Apparently easy to fly, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mine's kind of low. You might want to fly higher when you're flying, at least out of uh, police shotgun range. Right, yeah. Well, if I ever fly one, I think it'll probably be around, like, supervillains, like, Volcano Lair. Because that's really what they're, that's what they're best at. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. So, um, how are the duck? Any final thoughts? Any, uh... It's so sad, because it could have been... I feel like it could have been a really good movie, but between the r- incredibly awful script... script is horrible. script just doesn't work. There's too much happening. Plot or dialogue, or both. Oh. It seemed like it was like two movies. Like, as I know yeah. you said like, the beginning was kind of tacked on later by the studio. Right. I saw a special world. feature that they didn't, they didn't really want to do like the origin story of Howard getting to Earth, which would have been, if they had taken that out... That was the whole central plot. Yeah. Of, you know. I really feel like... Duck World part, and then up to the part where the alien came and was like the symbiote and became like more of an action film. Like that, those are two different movies. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of like the Duck World part. That kind of contrast. I think like if they'd done that with like, flashbacks, and but it had not been like some like fighting some big alien, because yeah. I, I just think it would be more interesting to see like Howard the Duck. You know, it just is more of a comedy of there's here's this you know duck, and you know showing his life and showing him interacting with people. Yeah, well, we already had, and like, a villain. The yeah. The, the um, band manager. Yeah. He dispatched him really quick. I mean, it really did feel like we saw a whole movie. It, it was ended. Too, it was too big of a and story. And then, oh, we're going to have another story. Come on here. There's this alien. Yeah. Another, another planet. We're using the laser again. Right. Time and for I, demons. And I wish they, they had been closer to, you know, like the original comic book, which is incredibly brilliant. And I think, like, because, like, the thing is, like, they made Howard, like, all heroic, which... One of the best things about Howard the Duck was he was not heroic at all. In like the first, you know, like it was like the, one of the first comic books. Like he gets to Earth and he realizes he's not gonna get back, and he tries to commit suicide like two or three times. Whoa! Yeah, it's dark. And then uh, he eventually gets forced into you know wacky circumstances. But now we were talking about this earlier. Was this marketed as a children's movie? No, it can't be children. No, because this was just a general comedy. Duck condoms and. Uh, another female duck masturbating in a bathtub yes, that correct. automatically at least PG-13 but this was this was a big movie in my childhood and I remember watching it 
a whole bunch of times. But I think the thing is, like, if you look back at movies in the 80s, like, there was, like, a, a period where comedies were not really, you know, geared towards children. We're getting back to that now, where there's a lot of comedies that aren't really for younger people. But there was a big stretch. Correct. Um, where, you know, it was just, things were a lot more adult. Well, the real problem with that is the MPAA. Yeah. Seriously, and I don't know, that whole organization is run by, quote-unquote, the parents of America. Like, they're volunteers. Uh, and a prime example of this is the movie Airplane, which came out in the 80s, I can't remember when. But there is full frontal, not full frontal, there is frontal nudity in it, and that is rated G. What? Yeah. The original VHS copy of Airplane is rated G, and, like, there's a scene where they're going through the metal detector... And the person behind it can see, like, everybody in their underwear and whatever. And one box-me blonde walks through, and her tits are just hanging out. Still rated G, though. There are tons well, of, like, be. child molestion references in that movie. I mean... What's... I, I, again, I, fucking people need to calm down. Exactly. I, they really do, because even if... I mean, if you were a kid and saw that, you wouldn't get any of those references until you were old enough to really get them anyway. Yeah. You would just leave, just like bounce off, like whatever. Yeah. There's a funny airplane in the sky. Right. People need to calm down about nudity because Definitely. I don't understand, Definitely. especially tits. I mean, yeah. What's what? Ah! Hate our society. It took Howard the Duck to show you that, and it took Howard <laughs> the Duck to teach me that lesson. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. <laughs> it does bear a striking resemblance. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Which one came first? <laughs> Yeah. I, I think they take place on the same planet. Could be. Oh, uh, there's a, there's Scrooge one year. Yeah, Uncle Scrooge. There's one year between. Uh, eighty seven was Ducktales, or the first when the season started, and eighty six was Howard the Duck. So they had they had the Beagles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're cool. You're cool. And I mean, there was Donald Duck all you know, a bajillion years before anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he looked a lot like Donald Christian Duck. Time. He looked a lot like Donald Duck. Um, I think like he made Donald Duck sounds at one point. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like Marvel actually got sued. We're about to get sued like early on by Disney for Howard the Duck, um, because like originally Howard looked much more like um, Donald Duck. Yeah. He, like, sailor he did, suit, sailor yeah. hat. He didn't like. He didn't wear pants. Didn't. They eventually they eventually put pants on him just to distinguish him more. Why doesn't Donald Duck wear pants? I don't know. <laughs> I feel ducks should wear pants. Am I wrong to say that? They wear condoms, why can't they wear pants? <laughs> I don't think that's wrong, Brad. I don't want to see ducks in jail yet. No one does. Oh. Something else really quick that I learned was that ducks actually have... Wow, he does look just he like... He exactly like, like... Check it out. Ben just brought up an image of an old school Howard the Duck. Was that... What is that thing in the background? The swamp? That looks like swamp thing. It's not... Man, it's man it's thing. man thing. Oh, man thing. Uh, man thing in the background. Man, Howard's running with uh, the chick. All she has on is a, 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 a nighty towel. Oh, no, it is a towel, isn't it? And Howard's running. Looks just like Donald Duck. Except he's got pants on. Pants and a cigar. He's even got Mickey Mouse gloves. Ooh. Yeah. That's Marvel. Like, uh, we had to change it. There you go. Slap in the face. <laughs> well, I wonder if that had anything to do with Disney buying Marvel. <laughs> yeah, right. You think oh, this is just like a rivalry? And you're like, what now? Now Howard what the now? Duck can live free. He can live free without pants. I wonder if that was a big decision on the discussion table. Guess what? <laughs> fucking own Howard the Duck now, you sons of bitches. Oh, now we know. Marvel's Things like, jokes revealed. on you. Jokes on you. <laughs> Disney the owns Howard the Duck now. Disney owns Howard the Duck. Next, next time you see... 
all the Disney ducks. Howard's gonna be with them. He will be with Hannah Montana. He's, he's gonna be with Hannah Montana. I'll be see. Wait, wait, wait. Howard the Duck sequel. All right. Laser comes along, zaps Howard and Beverly to Duckburg. Howard has an adventure with Scrooge McDuck and Donald Duck and Hannah Montana. How's Hannah Montana there? How's Holly's Laser? Okay, so they bring Molly Cyrus back as well? Sure. Why not? It's in 3D. But you can't sell anything at Disney Disneyland without Miley Cyrus. Oh, cool. I mean, it's a done yeah. deal. She, she's a package commodity. And her teeth will be in 3D. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! That's a money. I'm coming at you. <laughs> I don't know if we're ready. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I have the same speech impediment as Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right. How are the duck? How are the duck? out there. That man can breathe in space. Good food and fun. It's a place for family and friends. You get the feeling the fun never ends. Food so great, service so right. You're gonna be here night after night. Good food and fun. Good food and fun. Good food and fun. Good food and fun. Ram Jack. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ram Jack. Brought to you by the Poppery 2. Greatest popcorn maker ever devised by human beings in a human world that we created. <laughs> I, I would agree. I would agree. So next week, what do we have in the queue, Brad? Well, we, we, we got a little film here. Um... Shocker, there's only one tagline. No. Only one. That's impossible. So here we go. Watch your locker. Watch your back. Watch your soul. Is it in there? Is that it? That's it. Wow. So, uh... I honestly could... I, it could be anything. Watch your soul makes me think it may be religious-related. Watch your soul. This is 2003's Hangman's Curse. Hangman's Curse? Hangman's Curse. Sequel to Time Changer? Um, no, not 5 and 2 related, but uh, I got a feeling there might be some talk of 5 and 2 Gizo. Ooh, I cannot wait. He's risen. Nice. Before we go on, Ben, do you have something you want to share with us? I do. Brad? I hear uh, there's such a thing called a persona. Yeah, Am yeah, I saying yeah. that correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that everyone has their own personal persona. And yeah, absolutely. Alex's is obviously a giraffe. Oh, quite obviously. Maybe right. even a miracle baby giraffe. Oh, probably, probably. And yours is? Um, I, I've decided upon a lobster. A lobster. A lobster. A lobster. Which Alex, I think, in- immediately shot down. Shot down and questioned, I would say, because, like, I've never heard of crustacean furries. Right. Well, I like to, you know, I've been yeah. the rules. I mean, yeah, know? that was a conversation we had back in, what, episode two, maybe? Yeah, back in the day, back in the day. Watch it out. Yeah. I was wrong. I bring with me a periodical. Oh, no. That, uh... <laughs> wow. Has actual documented proof yeah. of lobstrosities. Visual proof. Brad, describe to us what you see. You're looking at it right now. Now, we'll put this on the website because we have to. What I'm looking at is a pair of naked human legs <laughs> um, protruding from a giant lobster, lobster suit. Um, and it's kind of amazing. Wow. This is a human being yep. in a lobster suit. Consider a lobster, our man in a lobster suit, or a lobster in a man suit, not shown. 
Either way, <laughs> it's obvious to even the most casual of lobster observers that lobsters don't give a damn. That's where I come in. It, it, yeah, it's an advertisement right for there. the magazine. But wow. Now, be honest, Brad. Is is that a picture of you? Have you been doing some modeling? Um, those are some furry <sighs> furry legs. I, I'm not. So next week's going to be a really exciting show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I can't wait to watch Hangman's this movie. Curse. Hangman's Curse. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you have anything to tell us about the show. Um, preferably nothing about um, soda choices. Yes. Cause, because oh. we've, oh, we've had enough of that. Yeah. I've, we, I've made mistakes. We've apologized for those mistakes, and we are ready to move on. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can go visit our website, which is always a fun time. Catch up on some fan fiction, maybe, if you're Absolutely. That. Check your scorecards. Check your scorecards. Uh, you can find us at curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack. Or you can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. We read every email. All of them. Um, also, Even the angry ones. <laughs> if you would like to talk to us directly via a phone message, leave it on our answering machine. Leave it on our answering machine. Sorry about that. On time. That would be... Two zero six three three nine five eight nine four. Once again, that's two zero six three three nine five eight nine four. Give us a call. Leave us drunken messages. It's okay. We'll hey, play them on the air. It's whatever. We love all of our fans. Also, we'd like to give a shout out to Makira Chrome that supplies the music for this podcast. You can find their CD at cdbaby.com forward slash CD forward slash Makira Chrome. And of course, the song featured here is Out of Town. I recommend the CD. It's great. And, um, yeah, and did you guys have anything else? This is a fun episode. We learned tons. Very educational. Great. I'm excited about the next episode. <laughs> ben, how, did, how, how, was your, how do you feel about Ramjack? As, thank you for being our guest. Oh, we thank appreciate you yeah. having you in the studio. It was great. Uh, tons of fun. I had, I had a new appreciation to those who podcast. Oh, Podcasters. Podcast eyes. Podcasters. I applaud you. <laughs> well, you just joined those ranks, buddy, so applaud uh, yourself, too. Yeah. Well, I'm not really having anything, right. but all right. <laughs> Brad, thank you so much for joining us and for joining me again, hey. helping me out. Look, hey, you know, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> I like to help the little people out. <laughs> little people? I'm, I'm going to brush over that. Pretend I didn't hear that. Do what you need to. <laughs> but, yes, thank you for listening to Ryan Guy. And without further ado, Go, go Man! Man!